0: Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today we are talking about Scorpio season. Yay! Yeah, (laughs) it is perfect kind of to start getting us in the Halloween spirit, if you will. And, um, you know, we've spoken before on one of the podcasts about how all of the holidays are a reflection of the zodiac sign that they fall into and i think halloween is kind of the perfect celebration of scorpio oh you know what it's the whole thing the whole thing of
1: putting on (laughs) a costume the whole thing about going out in the dark yeah no no one wants a trick-or-treat in the daylight right right Right. you have to have the darkness and that's the scorpio the other side the dark side that which we don't talk about Right, So it gives great liberty to put on whatever costume you want,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's the whole thing is like uh, Scorpios are kind of painted out to be the darker element of the Zodiac, but it's all about that idea of like rebirthing. And so I think most Scorpios are familiar with being able to kind of recreate a new identity and in so leave a lot of elements that possibly worked for them before behind or not everyone has that ability right some people get very attached to what they do or their family or a city that they've lived in for a long time and it's kind of like putting on the costume like let's just change the costume let me present myself in a new way
1: yeah it makes people go like what is she doing what is he (laughs) doing why why would they leave right this seems to be working to us right
0: And I mean, I don't even think we mentioned, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, but mom's a Scorpio. So we're talking about your sign too today, (laughs) Um, but we will have a guest on as well that uh, plays out a lot of these qualities. So we're going to be excited to dive in uh, to our guest chart a little bit later in the episode. Um, When we talk about Scorpio, Scorpio is a water sign and it is symbolized by the scorpion, which really makes sense. Um, think of it like they can strike at the most opportune time so if we think about that scorpion the stinger is at the end of its tail so i know here in las vegas we actually have quite a few scorpions (laughs) we do yeah and um it's pretty easy to find them if you have like an ultraviolet light Um, in the dark you can see them and I know you've had a couple experiences. I, don't, I haven't seen too many in my lifetime, but I think it's the creepiest when you find them like on the ceiling, kind of like they're spying on you.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, very much so. No, I've never been bitten by one, so I'm not,
0: Oh yeah, no. I'm okay
1: with them. I'm okay with them. They've never bit me. <laughs> right.
0: So when we talk about that idea of the stinger is at the end, um, I think it's important to say that scorpions, scorpios can sometimes be underestimated so they might not necessarily win in the moment but through um maybe revenge could be one way of talking about it or commitment they they win they come out on top they have great
1: comeback stories yeah they have stories that when you hear them like in hindsight you go wait a minute wait a minute how did you go from here to there what happened what made you think
0: about that yeah It's a rebirthing. Right. And we talked about Scorpio being a water sign. I guess I want to go back to that real quick because, you know, they sit in that same grouping as like a cancer. And I think people talk about cancer as being very outwardly emotional, right? What can I do for you? How can I take care of you? But Scorpio falls into that sign as well, but it usually refers to a more deep seated emotional state.
1: Many times hidden. Right. I think as Scorpios can mask yeah. their emotions.
0: Yeah. But I don't think Scorpio, like, I think Scorpios, like, they're not afraid to, like, sit down with you and, like, let's talk about yeah. your emotions. Like, let's get it out. Yes, yes. Like, divulge to me what you've been hiding. So whether, you know, they're like that themselves or they really like to engage in that type of activity.
1: Yeah. Right. They help other people go through transformation.
0: Right. So with that said, let's start introducing our guests today. So we are continuing our series of the healing modalities within the Zodiacs. And today uh, we have Lisa Gunshore, and she is representing Scorpio. Uh, Just as a quick introduction, Lisa is an Ayurveda uh, coach, a chef, a Hatha yoga instructor, and she supports her clients in their journey of healing in both the physical and spiritual realms. Uh, she has a background in retail and a passion for self development and recently lisa has made a major change in her career d- direction and we are super excited to learn more about that um mom and me were talking about what is going on with our taurus and scorpio friends and clients because we have the eclipse season upon us again in those signs and um you know i've known lisa i don't know if it's been like almost 2 years now definitely or over a year And, you know, she had made a post recently on, um, her app and I, you know, it was late at night and I just thought, I don't know why I need to open the app right now and see what she just said. (laughs) Right. And she made a major announcement about her career. So, um, with that said, Lisa, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. We're super excited to talk with you.
2: Oh my God. Thank you guys for having me. I love being here with both of you. And I also love representing Scorpio for sure. So Um, it is definitely my time of year. I've got a red maple sitting right outside my window oh. right now. So I've got my nice red colors and, and uh, very happy to be here. And yes, I'm making big changes. And I love it because it's exactly what you were just talking about, which is about uh, Scorpios. You know, I always say I'm a change agent. And
1: Ooh, I know, like that.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm we back. are as Scorpios. We facilitate that transformation, even if it's uncomfortable. And mm-hmm. it's definitely uh, been quite an announcement to share that I'm closing my current business and practice and, and shutting everything down. And um, like you said, it's, it's time to put on a different costume. I love that. Actually. <laughs> You know, what's funny about that and what I love about that is that I actually um, am working on my second book. And one of the things in this book, it's all about dating and the Dalai Lama. And one of the things that I was giggling about is how many roles I've been able to play in this lifetime. And it's been intentional, uh, intentional you know, I really want to be this kind of person for a while, or, you know, I really want to date somebody like this for a while, or I want to try this out for a while. And, um, so it's really been this fun journey of exploring all these different roles. And what I am doing with my business now is becoming myself. And I know Kate, you and I have oh. talked about this a lot. <laughs> yeah. well, that's, um, a lov- that's a
1: lovely thing to say to people, right? What are you, uh, what are you up to?
2: Well, becoming yeah. myself,
1: I'm being yeah. myself, being myself.
2: Exactly. I'm becoming me and um you know, I've I've done the role of the psychic medium and you know, it's part of me, it's never going to go away, but I'm really stepping into, um, my, my final kind of year of education and training to become an Ayurveda practitioner and hopefully a doctor of Ayurvedic medicine. That's my goal. Um, and I'm about 18 months away from completing that. And I'm also completing my 500 hour yoga teacher training. And they really work in conjunction. So it sounds like a lot, but they work together. Um, And so I'm really, I'm closing everything down that my business was, which was Spiritual Discoveries, LLC. That's been my company since 2006, which also aligns with the eclipse we've talked about. Um, And, uh, you know, I'm going to rebirth. I'm going to rebirth really as myself and simplify, you know, streamline Um, So Buddhist Biohacker is alive and well, and that podcast website's being rebuilt right now. So I'm really just refining um, a lot of what I've done. I'm rewriting uh, my book, Enlightenment Pie. So that's really where I'm at. So everyone who's worried about me or thinks I've gone off the deep end, um, I am most inspired by 2011 Washington, D.C., Kala Chakra. I watched 12 days, these monks, these lamas create this beautiful sand mandala for the Kala Chakra initiation. And at the end of those 12 days, the Dalai Lama walked over to it, took his hand and went across the whole thing. And it was gone. And that, that is what this is. That's what I'm doing. And, and we do it every day, really. And I'm so inspired by that. I'm not afraid to delete things. I'm not afraid to make changes. And, and because the void, the, the Mahashunya, that is where we create everything. And that to me is Scorpio season, right? Like Scorpio season is the void. It's, it's that darkness, that time of of birth, it's the womb, it's all of that beautiful stuff. And I want to clear everything away and sit in that space and allow what is wanting to come forward to happen. And it can't do that if we fill it up with all these other things. So, wow.
1: I, I know.
0: Oh. I love that.
1: <laughs> you know, well, it, and it makes sense for those we have the privilege, we're looking at Lisa's chart as she's Correct. speaking. Yeah. And, you know, she has Saturn at the fourth bottom of the chart so this whole thing of you know um, um of reinventing oneself moving on it's it's just very clear in the chart so yeah. anyhow
0: so i would we obviously uh lisa is a scorpio we should mention that she's a 29 degree um scorpio so we've talked about the um the power of 29 degrees before but it really does strengthen that scorpio because it's like right there at the very end of it um
1: yeah. You know what, Kate, let me interrupt. I misspoke. I'm so sorry. It was Saturn hitting the eighth house. Okay. They, that, that was the, the end, right? The transformation, let the transformation begin. Yeah. I got excited and said fourth, but it was the eighth. A, Saturn and I was
0: looking at, I was like, okay, I no. don't see that, but that's okay. <laughs> okay. not going to question.
1: i got a cold. What can I say? That's my excuse. <laughs>
0: um, Lisa is also a Cancer rising and she is a Leo moon. So those are just her big three. But of course, like mom said, we're looking at her chart. We're excited to start talking about it. And I think, um, do we want to start with the maybe what we were bantering about prior to the podcast about Uh, Lilith? Yeah,
1: Um, this isn't a common thing we talk about, but she has Lilith rising with Jupiter. So they sit very tight together and they're both rising as she was born. And uh, before she came on, I... I said to Kate, I said, Oh, is she into magic? Because Lilith is, again, go back to the grim fairy tale world. Right. And that's the witch. That's the witch outside the cottage making the potion, the lotion, you know, going to put a spell on somebody. Now, of course, today we view it as an enlightened woman yeah. who understands power, who understands the life force in everything around her.
0: Right.
1: But so I said, Oh, she must be into earth magic um uh, so and and she was good enough to you know share that yeah she very much
2: yes very much and i'll share again just because i think it's yeah. relevant you know yeah. that when i was a kid like when i went to the mall good old walden books i don't even think that exists anymore does it i, I don't think so <laughs> midwest midwest iowa mall um you know i bought witches spell books like i was obsessed with witches and of course love every fairy tale that had a witch and loved you know, all of those, you know, Wizard of Oz and all those, you know, kind of wild stories. But I was really interested in the history of witches. And I actually have several books in my home today that I bought over the years about the history of witches. And one of my favorite books um, is called Witches, Midwives and Nurses. And it's actually the story. This is what what came to me when I first started with Ayurveda. So it's really cool what you're talking about with magic, because that's what Ayurveda is. It's using herbs and you make your own prescriptions. You know, an Ayurvedic doctor, I check your pulse and I intuitively decide how I'm going to mix up all of these herbs to heal you, which is what I love about it, um, which goes back to the magical piece. But um, that book, Witches, Midwives and Nurses, is actually the story of how the female healer was repressed and how the masculine took over medicine and started chopping things off and doing things and pulling out babies with (laughs) forceps and all that stuff. And so, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's a huge part of who I am and really where I'm going. It's almost like the Ayurveda is this uh, beautiful gift to be able to step into the magical piece um, in a way that's very healing and ancient, ancient old, you know, thousands of years old and the tibetan uh medicine practices that i followed because i followed the dalai lama the tibetan teachings is all about using the elements the five elements of nature to rebalance yourself and so that earth medicine i mean ayurveda tibetan shamanism the bone tradition all of those things are i'm super passionate about but i also love witches i mean i <laughs> laughing yeah. so my cat is cauldron um i'm gonna be a witch for halloween of course of course
1: of course <laughs> you are very special I
2: day i i actually do i set an extra place at the table for halloween dinner every year for my ancestors who have passed and um really honored oh them. my god thank halloween. you for that little tidbit
0: that's very cute yes very cute yes and meaningful
2: and meaningful more importantly yeah.
0: well, i think the other piece which i'm about because we're talking about lilith and jupiter yeah. yeah. So she has Jupiter rising, which is the ruler of her sixth house, which really would put the focus on the herbs, the essential oils, the food even. And so and health, um, healthcare health, healthcare. Yeah. You said something earlier and now I can't even remember like how I was going to tie it in, but just something about like you going through a change. Right. And it's like, you still have these lifelong themes in your chart. And I think, I mean, you said, you know, Right, but it's just like you, you're not just going to leave it all behind, right? The chart just dis- doesn't just disintegrate.
2: Yes, right. You yes. still
0: have all of these um, themes within your chart, things that you're good at, things that you just naturally resonate with, and but you, you said you're just you're shifting, mm-hmm. but the, a lot of these core yeah. themes are still coming into the new stuff that you're talking about as well.
1: Yeah, and it's it's really chemistry on a very mm-hmm. secular level. You're into chemistry how things blend together That mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you were good got an a in chemistry class right oh, in high school <laughs> but it represents somebody who knows how to blend and that comes across because of your neptune mars your neptune mercury you know you have a couple of neptune sun you have a couple of things going on here that all reinforce that chemistry energy very nicely
2: Oh, interesting. Well, and that's interesting, because that's part of why I'm making the change I'm making is because I felt a bit split personality, I felt like I'm trying to do these things. And I'm trying, and we all know spirituality and health goes together. Um, Mm -hmm. But part of kind of clearing away everything I've been doing is to bring them together in a clean way. Right now, it doesn't feel blended, it doesn't feel, you know, like it's working together. And so I have to clear everything away to kind of recreate what that feels like. So it's very interesting.
0: You had too many costumes in the lineup.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, <laughs> exactly, it's so true, so
1: true. <laughs> I, I would like to jump to kind of another aspect about your chart that I find fascinating, and that is your rising. Uh, you have a 22 degree cancer rising, uh, And that is the classic interpretation of a time traveler. Mm. Do you like getting on airplanes and flying to different time zones? Or do you do that effortlessly?
2: Well, if that's interesting, that's an interesting question. Cause flying makes me so nervous. It's such a oh. weird thing. However, um, I've gone through periods in my life where I travel a lot. So mm-hmm. I've definitely been in places like I'm, I know I'm stepping back into that time where I'm going to be traveling a lot over the next couple of years, I think with my new job and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. everything. Um, and I, I went through periods. Um, the last one was 2014, which I realized after Kate and I had talked about my chart to 2014, I was traveling like crazy. I was like going everywhere. Um, the time travel though, I can tell you is mainly in my dream state. Um, I'm conscious pretty much the entire night and have been since I was can remember. I mean, I, there's really not a time where I haven't remembered everything that happened overnight. And sometimes we'll have full weeks and months that occur in a night. And Mm -hmm. sometimes I wake up from my dream state, um, where I'm still confused a few hours later about like having to remember, like, where am I? What, what world am I in? What am I doing? So my, my dream state is very lucid and it's, it's, I'm constantly flip-flopping between uh, lifetimes. So it's very strange. And I've actually never talked about this publicly. So this is, this is for you guys today. Um, what's <laughs> the time you. traveler piece is, um, I actually live, there's two other lifetimes that I'm concurrently living that I experience consistently. And I will go into those lifetimes in the dream state. And I'm like, Oh, here, I know exactly where I am. I know what timeline I'm in mm-hmm. and I'm, and I'm still, doing what I'm doing in that timeline it's really crazy and that's been true since I was I mean I don't even know since as long as I can remember wow there's two very specific and one of them is even more crazy because it's this lifetime but I'm living out in it it's just dimensionally different like I'm actually working in a mall in a store and I can tell you what mall it is and it's it's in mm-hmm. California it's not here and it's just a crazy thing and so so the time traveling is very real for me with the dream state and obviously past lives and all of that stuff is something I work with. And I used to do past life regressions. And in fact, that's part of what I'm looking at coming when I rebirth. Um, because That would I just, make so
1: much sense. So supported yeah, because yeah. there's other people that have this degree. Obviously, everyone has 22 degrees cancer somewhere in their chart, right?
2: Yeah
0: right but you
1: have it at a prime position that it's going to be a dominating theme can you you imagine the instability this can a- a cause for people to have this and not understand or as you just said not openly speak about it
2: yeah so it's
1: everyone's not like everyone people are holding this kind of secret and feel like something's wrong
2: yeah Or they feel
0: like they don't fit in because we've, I've met or worked with clients that they like live, like they're in the sixties or seventies. Like they get kind of stuck in a a period where they wear clothes like that. Their cars are like that. They retrofit their house to, to look like that time period. And so they feel like very, like I I wasn't meant to be here Uh or I can't relate to other people, you know, so there can be this sense of like, where do I belong? Where do I belong within the space of time?
2: Well yeah, and it goes back to being the witch in the cottage. I mean, that's what I would prefer. And <laughs> and uh, you know, and that time frame too, like 1600, 1600 French gypsy witch in a tiny something. I don't know.
1: That is so classic. I've <laughs> interviewed people at 22 degrees anyone born that January fourteenth, 13, 14, some of that have this in their chart very strongly. I know that but um, this is they generally have a place they continually want to physically go back to. Mm-hmm. And some of them are pretty wild, the places that they connect to some are some I have a great story about someone who goes to a particular cemetery. Oh, and wow. you know, to to witness to sit by uh, some famous rock and roller, you know, to sit there, and they feel obligated to go to that, and it's way out of their way. I mean, this is states we're talking multiple states away, but that's just an example.
2: Well, oh yeah, I can tell you
1: two locales.
2: Yeah, I've got a few. Yellowstone is one. So I'm drawn to Yellowstone. I have to go back almost every year. Um, (laughs) It's really important that I'm there. Um, And so Yellowstone is a big one, like that whole area there with the Wild West. um, Mm -hmm. Great story. I'll keep it brief, but great story. I went to Deadwood um, because Mm -hmm. of the the TV show and mm-hmm. went to Rapid City, and I ended up going on their 1880s train. Mm-hmm. And um, at the time, I had a very intense fear of public transportation. At the time, I was in my 20s, mm-hmm. and I got on this train and I fell asleep. I was so comfortable. I've been on that train. I've been on that train hundreds of times, and ah. in whatever lifetime, and I woke up when it stopped at this particular, it was like a historical marker. Oh, right. this is an old stop. And right. I, I didn't see the people here. I was only in that life and I could see everyone standing and I was going <sighs> to work and I saw this brothel. And I knew when I got off the train, I knew exactly how to get to this brothel. It's now, it's the Addie house and it's now empty. Um, I took photos and I have women in the photos with some of them, their heads are decapitated. It's a pretty incredible photo. Um, I don't have it on digital, so it's hard to share. Uh, But that, so so that whole area, very intense for me. New York City, very intense for me. Paris, very intense for me. Those are, and Hawaii. Those are the places where it's like, I have to go there and I'll start to smell it. Mm -hmm. So I'll start to smell the city of New York and I know I need to get on a plane and go.
1: Wow. Okay, let's hold it here. I gotta <laughs> talk about your Hades story. I know. I was gonna say you're gonna go there too, Kate. That's you what you I was thinking. You go there. Go you got while. a better voice today. Okay.
0: Well, I was just talking about. Yeah, you have in your chart. You have Hades, opposed Sun. So you're a Scorpio. So you're ruled by Pluto. So you're already familiar with that. Pluto and Hades have some very similar qualities when we talk about them. But so that kind of doubles down on that. Um, you like kind of invasive. If, if, if you will, even almost surgical experiences where we're getting deep, we're getting involved, but it suggests having intense life experiences uh, <laughs> to the point that other people might not relate or people might think like, is that real? Right. Because it can seem so intensified that other people might not, I'll say, experience life to those extremes
2: wow that's pretty wild my dog i just i have no idea hades was even in a birth chart so is, i but- just adopted my dog Ludwig in march mm-hmm, okay but when it, his name was hades
1: oh. <laughs> oh my gosh no but the crazy thing about the hades is it is associated with decapitation
0: Ooh, oh yeah now
1: yeah that so you use that word which that doesn't come up in conversation very often that's what caught my eye when you said that but let's talk what it really means it means the throat it means saying things that oftentimes could get stuck in your throat because it's controversial it's going to be alienating speaking your truth and having the courage to speak your truth yeah. And that's what your chart, you have it dominant in your chart that there's this need. And again, I don't know, you sound very open. You sound <laughs> like you've been very open all along.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But
1: I would read your chart and I would say you've had to, you know, you've had trouble doing this. But again, I'm not, I don't, I'm not asking you to go into that necessarily. <laughs> but when you said that you're seeing decapitation in the picture you took, I'm thinking, <laughs> holy smoke, this is Hades
2: that's wow. crazy well and even weirder that the dog I adopted I was like I, who would name a dog Hades so we changed <laughs> obviously we changed it but I had no ideas in my chart and yeah throat chakra I actually have like I don't like people touching my throat right.
0: I gonna say she's even it. you're wearing like a scarf around your neck right now yeah as we're that's a good, good observation Kate yeah yeah
2: Yeah. So the throat is definitely an area I've worked on. And I often joke that it's the only reason I do what I do is because of the Leo moon, because there's no way I would speak out about anything. Um, and there was definitely a, quite a journey from 2006 when I started doing readings professionally to like 2011, those five years it was, I, at first I was an intuitive card reader. I mean, it took me a long time to just say, Hey, I'm a psychic medium. That's what I do. And that's who I am. It was very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of energy around that for sure. So yeah, the throat, um, and it's becoming, it's interesting. You're talking about the surgical Mm -hmm. Experiences because it it, sometimes I find myself saying things where it's like I need to just cut through all this BS and like just say the truth, even if I completely never hear from this person ever again. Like, I can't. So, there's definitely a lot of destruction in my way. I
1: mean, that's that's there too.
2: It it takes a special (laughs) person to be my friend, it takes a special Mm. person to be my friend for sure.
1: I just have to squeeze this in do you know tyler henry I yeah yeah know of him
2: i know of him yeah
1: okay he shares this degree with you oh
2: interesting. tyler
1: henry is a 22 degree cancer capricorn okay on that axis you yeah. have it as your ascendant so you know he's got a book out i was just in a bookstore recently yeah the one, the one that's left and uh <laughs> There was his book out. I didn't buy it, but I thought you should read his book.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I should. That's your life
1: on some level, you would see your life. You would and you'd relate. Wow. Interesting. Okay. okay. You've blown me away.
0: <laughs> yeah. The only, the other thing I wanted to mention too oh. about that Haiti sun. And when I say this, Lisa, you might just be able to um, automatically relate to what I'm, we're saying, but we would say you live at the intersection of wealth and poverty. Oh, where? <laughs> Okay. Right. Where you've seen the extremes. Yeah, Yeah. I
2: have. Yeah, I've gone from living in a teeny apartment where I was walking by deceased homeless people and walking because I didn't have a car Mm -hmm. um, to, you know, living upper middle class in a beautiful home. And I've had it both ways. And I've received both sides. I mean, Mm -hmm. the spiritual work is poverty level work for me. My fashion career is very lucrative so that's for sure true yeah for sure true oh, i want
1: to go back with that because you know you have a lot of fifth house energy and that supports that fashion area and again you probably never thought of this but you're helping people to express who they are you're dressing people to go out on their stage of life, whatever it is, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's the PTA meeting, or whether it's actually getting on the stage and singing, the point is, you, you support the art of how to present yourself,
0: self-expression, uh,
1: self-expression.
2: Well, and it definitely, I mean, I was in fitting rooms with women crying. I mean, I worked for Victoria's Secret for a decade, you guys. So I'm not there anymore. Not with that yeah. cult anymore. Yeah. Um, but boy, was that a Scorpio job? Talk about a Scorpio job. I mean, you're wearing yeah. corsets oh. and pack suits and red lipstick. But i I have been in many a fitting room with a crying woman for one reason or another. And it was really important. For my gifts to be there to help them. And my new role right now is with feet. And it's helping workmen get work boots. And it's pretty incredible the how hard they work. Um, you know, I'm helping them with something they really need. Um, and it's about the feet. And one of my good friends said something about Jesus washing the feet, and I think there's really something here giving service uh-huh. with my fashion career in a new way being able to hold space for these men who are just working so so hard and some women too um mm-hmm. and so it's it's an amazing thing how all of it goes together always it's it's never separate
1: you're absolutely right i could we could go on on your chart there's no I question this, the neptune alone that's the feet
0: your neptune is dominates your chart but okay well, i doesn't even say she has mars square saturn so she already she's a hard worker but she's a hard the, worker, yeah. the idea that because when you told me that when we spoke last week during your reading about they, Kate, they work so hard, right? Like I'm just so. And you didn't say lucky to serve them, but you know I'm so willing to serve them because they're hard workers. I'm like, it's such an interesting thing to say, you know. But you probably see a little bit of yourself in in these people of like how hard they work uh, for what they do. So oh,
2: totally, totally, and Neptune's a whole other show. That was. The, the gong I bought is the Neptune gong. It's tuned to the vibration of Neptune. Had no idea why I bought Neptune. <laughs> and I bought it in in fall of 2019 before COVID. And what is one of the things Neptune rules is infectious disease. And I thought, here I am. But it's all over my chart. And I didn't realize that either. But Neptune, um, that gong is very, very special.
0: Okay. Yeah. Wow.
2: So, Lisa, do you have a favorite part about your chart? <laughs> Oh, gosh, I love it all. I think it's so fascinating. But I certainly love and own being a Scorpio for sure. Um, But I also I would say, what do I value most is my cancer rising because um, the fashion, the beautification of my home, the the I have such a love of cooking meals for my family and being at home and making the table beautiful and entertaining, like, that probably fills my cup more than anything else. The Scorpio is who I am, but the cancer is what makes me love being here so much on this planet. So I drink that. Well
0: said, well said. (laughs) That is very nice. (laughs) So I know you're, I understand that you're in a little bit of transition, right? Um, But what would be like a way that people listening, if they want to know more about you, how can they support you? Maybe how can they follow you? Like, what would you like to leave the listeners with? about how to get in contact with you or maybe when you're going to be launching, um, your new stuff.
2: Absolutely. So the number one way to still find me, you guys, is my YouTube. So Buddhist biohacker YouTube. Um, and if you have not, I mean, my podcast is amazing. I have over 250 episodes, you guys, But watch Awaken Grace, for God's sakes. I have three episodes up. Actually, I think I have four episodes up right now. There are stories of awakening, stories of near-death experiences, stories of complete life changes. It's a docu-series. I still have 15 in the can, so I only have four released, I think. Um, And so that is a passion project. I'll definitely be working on in this downtime. But if you go to YouTube, you're going to find everything you need. Um, You can certainly go to my website, which is uh, BuddhistBioHacker.com, LisaMGunShore.com. They all go to the same place right now, which says Lisa's on hiatus, put in your email, put in your email, because I'm still going to be sending out messages. Um, I'm still going to be available for sessions one off. Um, So I just am taking some time to reframe who I am, what yeah. I'm doing, um, but YouTube's a place to go. So please still go there. It, there's so much content on there. You could be on there for five years before you run out of something to watch. So I think just go on there and and get connected. If you need to be inspired, there's so many stories of awakening on there. It's crazy, so.
0: You do have tons, I mean, tons of content, tons of videos and.
2: <laughs> well, I'm my passion. book. I'm yep. rewriting it. It's going to be way better the next second time around, but Enlightenment Pie Is available everywhere, so you can get that too. Fabulous.
0: Okay, perfect. Any final thoughts then about? (laughs) (laughs) Does anyone have any final thoughts then about Lisa or Lisa's chart? I love Lee. I love Lisa.
2: (laughs) Oh, I love you guys so much. This is so fun. I just think the stuff. I mean, that's a whole other life to learn all this stuff because I I love it. I mean, I think you know, mm-hmm. to, to be able to blend astrology and, and clairvoyance and the past life. So, I mean, there's just, it's endless. So thank you ladies for having me. Cause I just think it's so interesting. So
0: absolutely. 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 So before we go today, I do just want to plug um, our upcoming spells and cures class happening on October 29th at 10 AM. Uh, Pacific time via zoom. We have a great handful of people already in the class, but there still is time to secure your ticket. Um, so you can go over to my website, www.thecatewinn.com to get your ticket today. Uh, we look forward you to know what
1: it's going to be. It's going to be a fun class.
0: Yeah, it's going to be fun.
1: It's going to be more than you. You will not leave without having at least at least a dozen of things that you'll have put in your arsenal to enhance, to improve, to lift the mood in your home.
0: Yeah. Oh, and one thing I did want to throw out because I've had a couple people contact me, so I should just make it like kind of a public announcement. If you're not able to go to the class, but you're interested in going to the class, buy your ticket, just put a note in your thing that you will not be attending. We do record the class and we can send the replay out to you afterwards.
1: After all, that is Halloween weekend.
0: It and is. I know. People will be putting the costumes on and places to go. Sounds <laughs> yeah. right up my
2: alley. I think I need to take the class. <laughs> right. That's so
0: fun. <laughs> Absolutely. So thank you, guys. Thank you again, Lisa, for being with us. And we look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.